God bless you and welcome to Yesterday Ended. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thanks for joining me today. There are days when all I can do is think about yesterday and how I didn't do it right. I mess things up. There are times when stupid things I did as a child come back and try to haunt me. I was kind of stupid. There are minutes in my life that I would love to do anything to undo. People got hurt. What does it take to get past our past? What is the formula that equals peace in my mind? How do I move away from yesterday and my past and look with hope to my future? It's time to take a look at how our minds work, actually how they're supposed to work. Give a listen. There's nothing as constant as change. We change our clothes, we change our phone numbers, we change our addresses, but what does it take to change our minds? The process for a renewed mind isn't actually a difficult one. We simply need to first unpack our minds from the lies and then unpack the promises of God from the Bible and put them in our mind. Today we will learn to unpack. Your heart is a home, a place to live and dwell. You decide who lives there, making it heaven or hell. The thoughts that you ponder set the terms of the lease of who will unpack and live there in turmoil or in peace. The first tenant to arrive came with you at your birth. You were young, he was old, but both born only of the earth. You grew up in his nature as you lived out your days. He made himself at home, decorating your heart in his ways. With nothing else to go by, you listen to his words, things floating in the air that he got from the birds. And nesting in your heart was the cruelness of his creed, elements of darkness, selfishness, anger, and greed. But a Savior came to you and offered you a way out. He gave you words of life to end the fear, worry, and doubt. And on that day of salvation, when you made him Lord of your heart, he came and brought with him all the things to make a new start. And now within your heart two tenets can live, but who will have authority is only yours to choose and give. The old man has lived there and made your heart his own. Now it is time to help Christ unpack and his word to be made known. In Christ's suitcase is contained all of God's blessings, and from God's word you can know them without any guessing. But just to know them is not enough to live this life. You have to help Christ unpack to end the old man's strife. As you put on the new man, the old man slips back into his grave. Christ begins to be at home, and your life manifests what God gave. For the word of Christ cannot dwell richly kept inside his suitcase. You must help him take it out, put it in your heart, and show it in your pace. So to help Christ unpack, you must pack your mind with God's word. Take the promises from the pages, believing what you've heard. It's all a matter of putting off the old and putting on the new to be able to manifest the God in Christ in you. Christ in you. This is such a great truth and a far greater reality when we believe it and manifest it. 
The challenge we all face is to allow the truths of the Bible to become the reality in our hearts. Then it will seep out through our actions and manifest itself. But we can't show it if we don't know it. Christ in you is such a basic concept, we can still miss its richness. We need to read the Bible and find the promises of God and believe them. Oftentimes, this requires more than one reading. I once prayed for a mentor in my life. I wanted a teacher and a counselor. One of the first answers was God reminded me of all the Christian books I had on my shelf and that the authors of those books could be my mentors. But this could only happen if I actually read the books. To change, to become like Christ, is a process, not a simple moment. Consider what it says in James chapter 1, verse 25. But whoso looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. There are a number of steps mentioned in this verse. Looking into, continuing therein, remembering, and the last step that is mentioned is doing. Head knowledge merely takes up space in our minds. It does us little good until we act on it. Inside the Bible, we find out who we are and what we were intended for. This begins the process of change. As my walk with God grew over the years, I felt God pushing me to read more of his word. But my old man nature flared up and reasoned that I was reading the Bible daily. What more did I need? And then God showed me Psalm 119, verse 97. Oh, how love I thy law. It is my meditation all the day. This is what I was missing. To meditate in his word is to repeat it over and over again in our mouths and minds. Joshua was told to do this to be victorious. We read this in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Many people do not have a correct understanding of how biblical meditation is done. This verse shows us that the law, God's words of life, should not leave our mouths. We need to speak it to ourselves day and night. This is more than memorizing a verse. This is taking what is on the inside and speaking it out. The Hebrew word in this verse translated meditate is also translated speak, mutter, and utter. As we vocalize the scriptures, we unpack them. We show and begin to prove our faith in them. 2 Corinthians 4.13 tells us this, We have the same spirit of faith, According as it is written, I believe, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. We need to have the word within us so that it can come out of us. We are told this in Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, 
singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. The first phrase of this verse is a command. We are commanded to have the word of Christ dwell in us. Our heart is to be the home for the words of our Lord and Savior Jesus. They are to reside in our hearts richly or abundantly. To dwell in a house is more than sitting in a chair in a room. To reside, to be at home, to dwell contains a full range of activities. Some of these activities should include teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. First, we get it into ourselves, and then we show it forth. We live it. We end up singing with grace and thanks to the Lord. According to Ephesians chapter 4, renewing our minds is a two-step process. We pick it up in verse 22. That ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. In verse 22, we are first told to put off the former conversation or conduct. That's step one. First, we need to decontaminate our hearts from things, the words, actions, and habits of the flesh. And secondly, we need to make space for the things of Christ. We must fill the vacancy made by removing the old with the words of the new man. We need to change our identity from the flesh to the spirit, from Adam to Christ. Some details are given in the verses that follow. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Here is a simple exchange. Quit lying and start speaking the truth. Put off the old and put on the new, like changing clothes. Verse 26, be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. It seems simple enough. Recognize your emotional state and decide not to let it make you sin. And while you're at it, keep the devil out of your life. God would not command us to do it if it were not possible. We continue in verse 28. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the things which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Let's summarize. Stop stealing. Start working. Stop corrupt speech. Start good speech. Drop the harsh attitudes and actions and adopt forgiveness. All are decisions of our will. We choose to be new or old. We choose to change. Right thoughts will produce right actions. To help us with that process, we need to follow the command given in Romans 13, verse 14. 
but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. In this verse, we are literally told to put on our Lord Jesus Christ. The act of putting on is like putting on a coat. So what is the fashion of our Lord Jesus Christ? He is life. He is light. He is love. He is compassion. He was obedient and dependent upon the Father and so many other great qualities. Our focus is to be on him rather than the things of the flesh. Who we are comes out of Jesus Christ out of his identity. We are as he is. But do our thoughts and actions agree with this reality? In a moment of time, we were made new creations. In the process of time, we become who he has made us. Each moment of renewing our minds is a moment spent looking to Jesus, putting him on. Change is challenging. Endure the process. In fact, enjoy the process, which is to fellowship with the Father and the Son and the Spirit as they mold you to be more Christ-like. It is time to change our perspective. The past does not have to persist. What has a hold of us is the truth. We are embraced by the forgiving Father. Jesus ever lives to make intercession for you. The Holy Spirit gives you life and the ability to make the right choice. We can change into that image of Christ. It is our choice. It is our freedom. It is our future. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to chatting with you on my Facebook page for Yesterday Ended. And if you have any personal prayer requests, please contact me at dmdobbin at sbcglobal.net. God bless you.